Jess, and this is my podcast. I spend countless hours a day thinking or talking to myself, so I figured, why not hit record? Join me every Thursday in the new year as we talk about life endeavors, our hopes and dreams, and past experiences. I have a lot to say, so buckle up. In a world of unknown, I want to share just a little bit about myself and my experiences to help others feel a little more, well, normal. We're all a little lost, but hey, we don't have to be perfect. No one is. We're all just trying to get by. Happy Thursday, everyone. Oh, my Lanta. You guys (laughs) are going to laugh at me, or maybe you won't. I don't know. I am recording this live, May 26th at 7.04 this morning because I just woke up and totally had a moment where you're a kid and you wake up for school and realize, oh shit, I'm late. Yeah, I woke up realizing, shit, I did not record a podcast this week. (laughs) So all those previous weeks, like last week where I would say I was getting better, yeah, I'm not. But that's okay, because I'm here, I'm still doing it, I did not want to do it, I was just going to post a repeat podcast, but I told myself, you have to get your ass out of bed, you have to record this, this is your yearly goal, you can do it, it'll be fun, it'll all be good, and you get coffee. So, I am here with you this morning, with my morning raspy voice, literally I just jumped out of bed like two seconds ago. And my coffee. And I always try to drink water before I drink my coffee since coffee dehydrates you. But I think I'm going straight into the blackness, y'all. Alright, five things I'm grateful for. Let's get into it. Like I said, clearly I did not prepare anything for this podcast, so just bear with me. And I hope you can at least have some background noise for any busy work you're doing today or something. Five things I'm grateful for. yawn. (laughs) I am grateful for, well right now I'm grateful for my bed and being able to sleep in it and being warm and cozy, but I'm grateful for two very special people in my life today who share birthdays today. First one being my grandma, my dad's mom, who I was actually named after. My middle name is Diane after her. I was the first and for 13 years the only girl on that side, so my parents named me after my grandma, which I love, and she kind of had a double whammy because Tyler, my brother, was born on the same day as her, Uh, so I was named after her, and then Tyler has the same birthday as her, so it's also his birthday as well, my brother, who also made my theme song who I'm hoping we can collaborate and make some more fun music. So maybe a future new theme song coming up? Question mark, question mark. But grateful for both my grandma and my brother. They're, like I said, two people who mean so much to me in this world. They're so just everything for me. And actually, speaking of being grateful for my bed, I just put our quilt on our bed that my grandma made. So... All the cousins in my family, whenever they get married, grandma would make them a quilt and they're so pretty and I have always loved them and I've always been jealous because I think I told her like 
every time someone would get married, I would tell her, you know, my birthday's coming up, or, oh, I would love this for Christmas, and I would always hint at it, and she just, you know, would like, I don't know, smile it off, because she's the nicest person ever, <laughs> but I didn't realize, like, it was only a marriage thing, and I was like, golly, and so when I got it as our wedding gift, I was just ecstatic, because I just love it. I love quilts. I love homemade things like that. And it's just very special to me. So I'm grateful for those two. And I'm grateful for my bed slash quilt. I, oh goodness, my dogs are hacking something up over here. <laughs> Sorry, getting distract, distracted. I am grateful for, you know what? I'm kind of grateful for this gloomy day because drinking coffee on a gloomy day, there's just something about it that's just very cozy. And I know it's summer and it's really cold right now, but we are supposed to have hotter weather this weekend, so I'm not even worried about it, and I'm just going to embrace this gloomy day. And so that was for, lastly, I'm thankful for paint. So one reason I have not recorded this podcast this week is because I've been doing a bunch of home projects, and now that the wedding's over, it's like I need something to keep me busy or to take my mind off that now I'm just somebody's wife. <laughs> but I'm grateful for paint for two reasons. First reason is I make so many mistakes that paint covers them up like that. And second, it's just, it's so easy to change. It bring it adds so much to a room. There's so many options and it feeds my creativity. We're definitely to the point in our house, even though Corey will disagree, uh, where we only have a couple more things or a few more things left. He thinks we have so many more and I don't and we're probably both right in some aspect but we have a lot of like the nitty gritty things left in our house like the trim, painting it, caulking things, all the things we've been putting off for literally over a year now that none of us wants to do. So I've been starting to crack away, crack away at them best I can. <sighs> But it's just so like daunting. I don't know. It's just so boring for me. And I love paint, but I hate like painting an entire house. And so I've been putting off painting our ceilings, which are the worst things to paint because one, it's just white and boring. And two, it hurts my freaking arms <laughs> being, you know, holding them up, painting up there all the time. But I don't know where I was going with this. We're doing the little things. So I always try to have something creative to kind of help balance me a little bit because when I do home projects I like doing very creative I don't know big projects that usually Corey does not like because I usually screw them up <laughs> and one day eventually we're gonna sell this house so we have to you know make it for resale value but just having little projects where I can add some paint. I just recently we did a wall with shelves that Corey told me to <laughs> to make level. So I took all the shelves off, ended up painting the painting the whole wall different color, making it kind of like a little uh, not like a mural. It's just like a long rectangle, but it's not the whole wall. So it just kind of added a little judge to the sh shelf. And honestly, I'm staring at it right now, and I really love it except there's one little white dot that's really bugging me right now so I'm gonna have to get that but I digress anyways let's jump into today's podcast which of course is something I have not planned but just a topic I thought 
would be fun to talk about and I hope I have enough to talk about. I'm sure this episode will be a little short, but you never know when I get on my rant. So let's get into it. Today I wanted to talk about picking a career or just the topic of careers in general. Now I know there's probably a lot of controversy and a lot of generational difference, uh, opinions and thoughts, but I just wanted to share my own opinions as I have in all my other podcasts and just sort of ramble on the topic. So I let's start with me and how I chose my career. So going to college, I I started as an undeclared major because everyone told me just get your generals done. I do want to take a quick pause. If you guys hear like I don't know static or anything in my mic today, I don't know what's going on. My audio is very quiet, but I'm sitting it on my stomach because <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch where regularly I'm on my desk, but you know, it's early in the morning, so I apologize. But I came into college undeclared because everyone said, just get your generals done. You can figure out what you want to do after that because you're going to have to do your generals regardless, blah, blah, blah. So I went in undeclared and I ended up changing my major three times that year, <laughs> which was my my freshman year because I just... It made me anxious not knowing what I wanted to do. And you could take generals that sort of related to your major. And so it kind of, that could further on go towards credit for your major, whatever one you pick at that time, which I didn't have one. So to me, I just felt like I was killing two birds with one stone if I had a major and then I could start taking, you know, one or two classes a semester or whatever it may be to help knock away at my major. Well, I think I first went in for special education, but then I realized I didn't want to be a teacher, and then I wasn't really sure if I wanted to work like in a nursing home or at a center or something, Uh, and so that one kind of failed pretty quickly just because I don't think, like, I would love to do it and love to help people and really enjoy just, I don't know, being around people who just who may need the extra help and sometimes it's nice being around those people because I don't want to say they have childlike minds but similar to a child I feel like their main focus is not like judgment and things like that so I don't know it's just like a different world makes me feel good helping people whatever we're not going to get into that But I went in for special education, and then I think I changed that after like a month or two, realizing, you know, I really don't want to be a teacher, and that seems like kind of the route that this would take you down, and teaching is just not for me, not at all. And so I changed it to something else, but I cannot remember what it was. I know I changed my major three times. I don't know if I changed it to health and fitness or something like that, because I was taking a nutritional class, which I really liked, except for the labs part, because I did not like the teacher, and I just don't think I, like, paid attention in class, and so I didn't do very good in class. <laughs> um, so, imagine that. You don't pay attention, don't do good in class. But then I think I ended up changing it to business, just because it was so broad, and it could open me up to so many more doors. But I really didn't know what I was doing, or why I even chose that. Because there was no, like, end goal for me, which which is totally fine looking back. But for me personally, I could have planned my future a little better or could have researched more 
But I think still today I'm still in that situation where I will have days where I look up, you know, either careers within the realm of business, careers within marketing, careers, like what career is best for me and my personality, any entrepreneurial, is that a word? Uh, things that I can do or start myself, what really makes me happy. And that kind of brings me to the point of what I wanted to talk about. So I graduated with a business degree and emphasis on marketing and international business. And literally the international business business was just so I could travel. It did nothing for me. I think I took one class that went towards it. It was, I don't know, I don't even tell people that, but officially that's what I graduated with. And marketing was kind of my selling point. I did marketing in high school, which maybe that's why I did the business. (laughs) Because I didn't want to do marketing for sure. I wanted to do business, so it was more broad. But the emphasis on marketing was great because then all my business classes were, majority of them were marketing classes. And I liked it when I did it in high school. The job was primarily like social media things, which was fine, but... Uh, I did some creative things, which I really liked. And I think looking back, I wish I would have just gone into graphic design because I don't know. I just really love it. Like I love creating things and I know it's hard sometimes or I change it like after every month. Uh, Let's go back to our entryway in our house that's been painted four times now. (laughs) But I just love the process. And I I think I get that from my mom definitely because she's very artistic in that way. But I just love doing those sort of things. I made all our invites for our wedding. I made all our signs for our weddings. I tried to make everything I could, but our wedding was very simplistic, so there wasn't that much. But I've made multiple like baby showers for my cousins, wedding showers, recipe cards, things like that. And I just love creating. Websites are probably my favorite, but I like creating collateral pieces too. So... I did a little bit of a little bit wow a little, 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 little. I did a little bit of that in high in my high school job and so that kind of what led me down to the marketing role because I was the marketing assistant pause for coffee drink please <coughs> wrong tube <laughs> and so once I graduated college uh, I was looking for marketing jobs Good Lord. And I applied to so many. There were like endless amount of jobs I applied to because then I got scared. Shit, what am I going to do? I need to be able to afford this. Where am I going to live? Blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. You just grow older. And definitely in that time, like, like, especially now I see like more parents doing it or more people doing it. Like, what are you going to do with your life? You know, you need a job. How are you going to support yourself? What's your plan? Blah, blah, blah. If you don't have a plan, that's fine. But to me, it's not fine if you're not working on a plan. If you're not working on a plan, and don't, if you don't have a plan because you're not working on a plan, then get your ass in gear, okay? If you're working on your plan but just don't have your plan yet, that is totally fine because When you graduate college, you're what, 23, 22 years old? I don't know what it is. You're supposed to have your life figured out at that point? No! I'm 26 right now and still don't even have my life figured out. And that's okay too because 26 is still young. Like, 
that is kind of what leads me to my point here, which I've probably said five times now. What is your fucking point, Jess? My point is you need to, one, do things to figure out what you like and what you don't like because it's important to do things what you don't like to learn what you don't like as important as it is to do things that you do like knowing that you do like them or finding that you do like them. When you graduate college, I don't understand how people are supposed to know exactly what they want to do. And I'm sure 99% of people out there get a job and end up switching it. I don't know, maybe they don't, but definitely in today's world, switching it, you know, within a short period of time, within like a five-year span, 10-year span, I feel like is a long time to have a consecutive job, especially the one straight out of college nowadays where this is a generation thing back in the day like or our parents so not really back in the day you guys are young and thriving um <laughs> they it was the thing to get a job right away and college wasn't even a thing back then and a lot of um especially like I see it with my parents my aunts and uncles a lot of people I work with at Mayo Clinic have been there for 20 plus years and it's just the norm because that's just what you did and a lot of them if you don't have a college degree you know they can only go so far or only I don't know it's just okay I don't even want to go into that but what I'm saying is it's important to figure out what you want to do in life and it's important to know that the first thing you choose may not probably will not be the thing that you end up with but I think finding something that truly does make you happy is what we all should be striving for. So my brother got laid off because of COVID and he took a full year off. He had tons of savings because he was a cheapskate, still is. Sorry, Ty, love you. Happy birthday. <laughs> and he took a full year off and just did what he wanted to do. I think at, he was relieved at first because he was shortly finding out in his in his previous job that it just wasn't for him and it wasn't making him happy and he out of all people is like especially now like I've just seen so much growth and change from him just within the last year it's just unbelievable I don't know it just blows my mind but he is like the prime example of someone who will 100% every day tell you don't waste your time on shit that you don't want to do or shit that makes you mad or shit that doesn't make you happy because it's not worth it. And when you find things that make you happy, that's so much more worth it than the judgment you get from other people or sitting in a job that you absolutely hate that you just feel like you're just dead every single day walking into the office. Like when you say it out loud, it's really not worth it. And I think the controversy comes with, okay, yeah, but you need to pay the bills. You, you know, I'd be, it's very stressful living paycheck. Oh, God, sorry. Living paycheck to paycheck. And you need to be able to support yourself or to support your family. And I do get that. And I do believe that. And I think you can chase your dream while in the job that may not be, you know, your end goal or may not be the job that makes you 100% happy. But... If you're doing that, you need to actually put effort into either researching or going after or 
maybe even just making it a hobby or a side gig to what does make you happy and making sure that becomes your end goal. We spend countless hours just doing jobs or sitting at jobs that we absolutely hate that give up give us no purpose in life and it's eight hours of our day eight hours we're only awake for 12 hours I know that varies with everyone but that gives us four hours a day to do things that we love that's half of the time that we're doing the thing that we may not love it just doesn't make any sense because we're only on this planet once well we may be on this planet more than once depending on what you believe but our life is short and it's not worth doing and giving time or stressing and giving all your effort to something that doesn't make you happy. And chances are, if it doesn't make you happy, you giving all your effort to them is just probably not taken for granted, really. And I don't want to be pessimistic in that way, but you just have to find something you love and it's not worth working and slaving every day and especially working when you have a family and work comes first or you know you miss those moments in life and those you miss having those memories in life because you weren't there it's just not worth it when my brother got laid off and took a year off everyone thought like oh shit like what are you gonna do and mom was so scared he was gonna be a bum but he wasn't he made it over a year doing what he loved. He got to hike all hiking season. He got to learn day trading. He got to learn more about more about crypto and his passions. And he does now have a job because, you know, eventually your funds are going to run out and you have to have a plan. <laughs> and he's less of a planner than me, but that's okay because we're just different people and we both are totally fine with our lives being the way that we are. And when he started looking for a job, he was picky. And a lot of people would think, you can't really be picky at this point. You just need an income, you know, like, come on, get going. You're not going to have money. And he was picky because he knew what it was like being in a job that he was miserable in. And he knew what it was like doing what made him happy. One sec, my <laughs> alarm to wake up is going off. I told y'all, we're recording this live. and. It's just, when you have that experience, it really puts a different perspective on your life. Or when you witness someone having that, when I witnessed him having it, like, there were so many days where he was like, you know, I think day trading is what I want to do. This is really what makes me happy. And I am scared, Jess. I'm scared of what people are going to think. I'm scared, you know, if I can make it, you know, I'm scared of failing and things like that. And he did have his, his doubts. but. Also, every day I talked to him, almost every day, he was happy. He was way more happy than he was when I talked to him when he was at work. And just his perspective on life and his motivation and hope. His hope was so big that it was so inspiring. And I know there are tons of people out there. I live with one right now who is definitely, you know, you got to pay. You got to make the bills work. You don't want to be going paycheck to paycheck. And I think that comes with a lot of people's upbringing because me and uh, my husband have definitely different upbringings and we have definitely different views on this topic. But 
it's just, to me, it's just not worth working 24-7 or working in a job that makes you super stressful, that you hate. And I can be hypocritical because the job I'm doing right now, I don't think is definitely my dream job, but it gives me flexibility and gives me perks, I guess, that to me are worth it and gives me that balance in life. And especially in my new role, there are things that I definitely do love, um, but it's just, I can tell it's just not the end game, but I'm not sure what that end game is. So I'm researching it, researching and doing my planning because to me, it's more important to be happy in life and do things. I want to do something that makes me feel like I matter or it matters. And I think that's what we all should be striving for because if it doesn't matter, why are we doing it? You know, sometimes we just have to say these things out loud or hear someone else say it because like, does it matter? In the large scheme of things, does it matter? It was funny because I was talking to my mom this week and she got a new computer and my mom is a lot like my husband in the work realm of things. And she got a new computer and she was having troubles with it and told me she's now a day and a half behind and I understand <laughs> her job and my job and her role in her job and my role in my job are very, very different. She's been with her job for a long time. She's very important in her role and her company and things like that. And I am not. But I just told her, Mom, this is why they hire other people to do their jobs and to pick up the slack when someone's out it's no different than you being on pto it's always going to be there tomorrow which is something i and many others have told her her whole life <laughs> and it's just not worth the stress one there's nothing you can do your computer doesn't work you just have to be patient you just have to wait until you can figure it out and i know it's very frustrating especially in the moment and i'm just like you and i'm sure i'd be frustrated as well and probably hate someone talking to me like this <laughs> but there's nothing you can do so why stress about it just take a deep breath and two the work that you've missed has anyone died has there been any fires has there been like you're not going to get fired over this. It's not your fault. And it's not worth it. In five years, in one month, in 10 days, this isn't even going to matter anymore. And when you look at it in that perspective, if it's not going to matter anymore in 10 days, we shouldn't be worried about it. Okay. So I don't know where I was really going with this podcast. <laughs> I think I just need something out there. I'm sorry, guys. The content's not great. But Long story short, do something that makes you happy. Go team. <laughs> Life is too short to waste the days away doing work that you hate. Like I said, you're doing average. You're doing it for eight hours a day. You might as well make it something that you at least enjoy. And we're all going to have days that we're frustrated, we're stressed. That's not what I'm saying. Just don't make every day like that. Do something that you truly do love that brings you happiness and the money will come. Trust me. Put it out into the, I'm a big believer. Put it out into the universe and the universe will supply. My brother's a big believer too of that. And he said that the entire year he was off for COVID and guess what? He now has a job 
where he's making a decent salary to help pay the bills and support himself and a job he loves. He loves it, which brings me so much joy because I was definitely worried (laughs) in the beginning because he never wanted to be employed by anyone again. He wanted to be his own boss and things like that, but he absolutely loves his job and I think it's so great because even though he had his mindset on being his own boss and never working for someone else again, he realized, one, the benefit of having a job, that he needed a job to help pay the bills, but two, that sometimes we think something is for us or we think we want to go down a certain path without realizing that there's not just two paths. There's multiple paths. And there's multiple open doors that you can take. You just got to turn the knob and open it or walk down the path. Take that first step. Like I said last week, the fear of failure, you're going to suck. You're going to fail. But you know what? At least you know. And when you fail, it could lead to another door opening. Or when you take that first step down a path, you're going to lead to 10 other paths. Do what makes you happy. Stop wasting your life away on things that stress you out, frustrate you, and stop missing the moments in life that are more important. All right, I rambled on long enough, and I got to get to work now, (laughs) but I do apologize that this podcast was not the greatest and kind of just rambling, but like I said, hopefully it's just some background noise for you guys if you're, you know, doing home remodeling projects like me. Stay tuned for more of those. Anyways, if you guys like this podcast, you know, tell me. If you didn't, tell me. <laughs> I really got to amp it up. Someone got get get on my ass. But until next week, remember, we're all just getting by. No. Until next week, remember, we're all just trying to get by. Good Lord. <laughs>